Social Media Serenity, episode number 22. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to talk about how social media can help us extend our personal brands, maybe even our business brands, and how we can make the most effective use of social and media, social networking without it consuming too much of our time in our lives. Especially over the upcoming holidays. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, we have uh, uh, several things that we want to talk about in, in social media for the holidays. Has has social media changed any of your uh, routines as, as, as the last couple of years? Do you find yourself connecting more with other people during the holidays as a result? Or do you find yourself maybe, you know, avoid trying to avoid social networking during the holidays? I to be honest, we've seen Facebook and Twitter have both been around for both not just this holiday season, but last year and the year before. But I think this time around has been the one that I've felt their presence the most, um, mostly just because of using them more. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I can say the same for you, but I know that I feel more connected to what my friends and family and colleagues and just even acquaintances are doing around the holidays. And so it kind of keeps me more informed about what other people are doing. Um, helps me kind of feel more in the spirit, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah, I no, I totally get that. And and, and I, I'm feeling the same way is I do feel more connected uh, with people as a result of social media. And, and what's really neat is because there are oftentimes that Christmas, Christmas has and, and holidays just in general have become so busy with, you know, all the running around that sometimes it takes me a while to get into the spirit, right? You know, of of the season and and hearing and seeing other people get excited sometimes sparks that within me. If that if that makes any sense at all, yeah, definitely. And I think the other thing is is just people out there tweeting or sharing funny videos or holiday videos or greetings and things like that early on before Thanksgiving on into past Thanksgiving on to now where we're like. Let's see. We're a week and a day as of this recording from Christmas Day. So it is crazy. I, I cannot. We're, we're a week it. away from Christmas Eve Day. Let's just say that. There you go. Christmas Eve Day. Insane. Insane. So anyway, um, yeah, I think I think Christmas is going to be interesting this year. I, I think it's going to you know a lot of people are going to be revealing twit pics of you know what did I have for Christmas and all this other right. stuff. I think I think it's going to you know the the gone are the days when you go to work after everybody returns from the holiday and say, so what'd you get for Christmas? We all know. Instead of saying what you get, you're going to like, dude, I can't believe you got, you know, whatever. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So we are here to basically cover a lot of feedback um, from our community because last week we said that, you know, we're not, unless we get some audio feedback this week, we're not going to do the show because this is a feedback week for social media serenity. And uh, everybody needs to say, if you, if you enjoy the show, you need to say thank you to Wayne Henderson because Wayne Henderson is the only person who called and left us a voicemail. <laughs> so uh, we're going to answer, uh, we're going to play Wayne's voicemail. We're going to answer his question and then we're going to end the show. 
All right. No, I'm just kidding. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. No, um, seriously, I, I recognize that a lot of people are probably a couple weeks behind on some of our shows, and I didn't think about that when we <laughs> threw that out there. Not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, it, it's just, it, it's the holidays and everything else. So I just want to say thank you to Wayne. But for the rest of you who have not called in, don't feel bad. We don't, we're not upset or anything like that. One of the best things about podcasting is that it is time shifted and you don't have to listen to it as soon as we put it out. And if you listen to this three months down the road, then we're completely fine with that. So, And and I would say if you're listening to this during the holiday season and you've had friends and family, you know, ask you to help fix their computer and, and other things like that. Think about those things that they've asked you about as far as, hey, how do you do this on Facebook? Hey, what's a Twitter and all that. Take those notes and then send them to us and we'll answer those questions after the new year starts. Absolutely. We would love to get your your questions and your feedback. It, that is something that would we want to be more and more a part of this show. So we're going to we're going to kick things off with Wayne's feedback and here's what Wayne had to say. Hi Cliff, hi Eric. Wayne Henderson here from the Voiceover Journey podcast as well as the Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan podcast over at mediavoiceovers.com calling in for the Social Media Serenity podcast. And I wanted to ask you guys about this because I know you've talked in the past on different podcasts, Cliff, and I believe, Eric, you've touched on it as well. There's all these different Twitter clients and things like that. And most of them I definitely wouldn't trust with my Twitter and Facebook IDs as far as I could throw them, which isn't very far. But on the other hand, we've got Hotshot new uh, app out there and website Hootsuite as well as, you know, Tweety and uh, Ping FM. Now, those three are the only three that I trust with my Twitter and Facebook IDs, as well as, you know, all those other social media places, the MySpace, the Plurk, and what have you, just so I can post to all of them. And I do admit that I'm still a little bit nervous about it. How do I know that I can really trust Ping FM and Hootsuite? I know that Tweety, you know, they've been around a long time, but still... It's more of a trust and control issue. So sometimes I use a lot of cut and paste on my iPhone to get the messages out to different places without maybe sending them out to all of them. Because sometimes there's posts that I don't want necessarily to go out to LinkedIn, but still have it go to Facebook and Twitter and some just to Twitter, some just to Facebook and what have you. But the cut and pasting, that's kind of a jury-rigged kind of way to go. So I just wanted to talk to you guys about I assume that you trust those three, Ping FM, Hootsuite, and Tweety, with your username and passwords. But is is there any other way? Is there something coming where maybe all these places will just use the Twitter API? What do you know? What do you have to share? I'm listening. Thanks, guys. Wayne, thank you so much. Eric, what are your thoughts on this, by the way? All right. Well, I, I as far as this goes... I've felt, I mean, we've used the thing where you let Twitter itself authorize certain services and things like that. And as long as you're on the Twitter page itself and you're doing that and allowing it, then I feel safe there. As far as these clients go, I don't know. I I guess I feel like if I'm limiting the clients I'm using, then I know it's either one or the other if something gets hacked. You know, I I don't know. I, I, I try not to think about it too hard, but yeah. I am putting in my username and my password here on, you know, for example, Hootsuite's site to log in to my account. Um, and then 
so actually I set up a username and a password for Hootsuite. You know, where you have your account login to Hootsuite. Yeah. But then you've got all your actual, you know, your Twitter account inside of that. So I guess there's an extra measure of security there. Um, so I feel good about Hootsuite for sure. Right. Um, Tweety, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's using the, it's, it's more of an interface to get to my Twitter account. So I don't feel so bad about that. I don't know. Okay. What about ping.fm? Ping.fm, I don't use as of yet because I am doing complete selectivity, like he said, where I don't want everything to go out to like, at least not yet, I don't want everything to go to LinkedIn and to Facebook and to Twitter and so on. I, I want to, I mean, if I want to shout something out that's just stupid about a funny little picture, I don't know that I want to be sending that out to LinkedIn because I don't know that that's what the f- first impression I want somebody professional to see of me. But right. I, I can see using Ping FM as soon as Hootsuite puts it in their iPhone app in January, which oh, I did get a tweet back saying that's when they plan to put it in. Oh, so they are going to be putting that in. Are they going to put in Facebook and uh, Twitter as well? Yeah, they said, well, here's what they said, and or, I quote. Uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, I mean. I, iPhone Hootsuite or so Hootsuite iPhone, the Twitter account, messaged me back and said we will probably include all of these in january awesome so there's hope awesome the now uh before we uh, remind me to come back to hootsuite especially hootsuite iphone in just a minute but i want to i want to give my thoughts on on wayne's question as well uh first of all i'm look i'm looking at the connections tab if you go to twitter.com slash or well just go to twitter.com and sign in Click on your settings and then click on connections. You can see all the different places where um, you have allowed yourself to have, you know, to connect with your account. And I'm looking here. I've got Mr. Tweet. I've got Mm -hmm. LinkedIn status. I've got retweet.com, which, by the way, I've never used yet. So I'm actually going to go ahead and revoke access right now. Uh, Boxcar and uh, Twibbon. Audio Boo and We Follow. So those are the ones that are, have used their open off, you know, authentic, authentication service, uh, and 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 it allows it to basically you're not giving anybody your username and password. You're you're giving them the security level of saying, hey, you can post things on my behalf, but uh, you know, it's it's real simple for me to go in and revoke that. In actuality, if it's somebody at the service that you are concerned about. And so so if it's actually the owners of the service, I really don't see the difference in giving them your username and password and giving them, you know, permission to post on your behalf. I mean, if you right. don't trust the company, you don't trust the company. You even if you use this, the only thing you've done is you've actually got it to where let's just say if you're the type of person who never changes your password, then you know, obviously you don't have to change your password if you just revoke access, which is kind of nice. But really, if if your concern is that they might do something malicious with your account, for example, uh, I, I hate to point out anybody out there, but I'll, I'll just say uh, Keys to Lost um, is somebody that is you know a good follower and and everything. But I'm going to pull it up right now, so I'm going to go to Keys to Lost Twitter.com slash Keys to Lost, and I see that you know they're just a Typical, normal. You got Matt Murdock there. He is just a, a typical Twitter friend, right? Well, right. If, if I go to Twitter right now and I look on my direct messages, 
I got a direct message. Oh, you know what? I deleted it. Um, I got one too, actually. You got one too. Matter of fact, yes. So, it, but it was something about losing weight. Did you get that? Yes. So, um, it, it said something about, about, you know, you can lose weight. This is how I did it. Here's a link to the product that you can buy. So, uh, Matt obviously gave his password and username to somebody that somehow it got out and, and it was used. Somebody used a bot and sent out a direct message to every person he was following. So yeah. that, that those are issues. Now, when, when do, now, as far as, you know, what happens, is there a way to get everybody to go to this authentication with that Twitter has? I, I think, yeah, I think potentially there's, there's a way that they can all get in and, and be granted access. And that's something that, you know, we as a community, maybe the, if there was a way we could, you know, force them, you know, say, hey, we, we, we're not, we, we will all ban any application that does not allow us to uh, use Twitter's, you know, open authentication process. But short of that, the thing is, is though you give some, you give a service your information and the ability to um, to post for you. If they decide to do it, then then you've got an issue. If they do it themselves, it, it would allow us to keep our our usernames and passwords to being sold on a list, right? You know, so that if they're harvesting them, that I, I see the benefit there. So that's that's my thinking. Now, as far as the three services that you mentioned, when a service becomes something that is that has obvious, very high quality. Uh, the services you mentioned, Hootsuite, is amazing. You look at it and you can just tell that they're not there for nefarious purposes. I mean, th- these are people who are obviously investing in an amazing application. Very, And also, I look at the adoption rate. How many people do I see that are using Hootsuite to post? And are these people that, you know, obviously there there's a major... Uh, circle that I'm a part of of people who trust, you know, Hootsuite, and these are people who with loud voices. And if Hootsuite does something wrong, by golly, I know that myself and those individuals, the world's going to hear about it. Right. And so they know that you know with with what is it? With great power comes re- great responsibility. Yeah. So I think the fact that it's got mass adoption is something that I consider when I think about whether or not I trust them signing in with my username and password. TwitPick, Hootsuite, Ping.fm, and Tweety are all services that I have no issue at all giving my Twitter username and password. Now, when I do that, I encourage everybody to have a different password for Twitter than you do for any of your other online services. And that's something that, you know... You almost need to use something like one password, although that's strictly for the Mac. I wish there was an across the board one password. You know what I'm talking about? The app one password where it, it keeps all your passwords, multiple passwords, all nice and tidy. And yeah, you know, that. I wish there was a cross platform scenario for that. Can I tell you, I, I have the best password system in the world, and it is, and it's, it's like one password, but it's, it's so much easier. In fact, um, if anybody could ever get their hands on my iPhone, if you want a list of every single password to every service I have, it's actually a contact with a note on it in my iPhone, in my contact list. <laughs> okay, it's a big, huge, long, gigantic, long text document. And I use one password, but this is how I do it. So if you, if you were to pull it up, by the way, my password is one word. 
and it's a word and the word is misspelled. So I purposely right. and intentionally misspelled the word so that if you heard me ever say what the word was, you would it, it's it's intentionally misspelled. But it here's what it is. If if you go to Twitter, if I log in, if you look in my contact and then you go down to the note and it says here are all my passwords, it'll say um, it'll say Twitter and I'm going to give a fake number, but basically it'll say uh, Twitter login, GSPN, password, my password, 78943. So basically the where I write my password, the, what I mean by that is the word I use everywhere. Right. And here's and here's the numbers following it that make it unique to that service. Gotcha. So I just keep a text document. I never reveal anywhere what that actual word is that I use on all my services. But the text document is there. And all I need to do is like, it's like, oh, man, I haven't signed into Flickr and or well, what's the service? Um, I haven't signed into XYZ.com in forever. What's my username and password? I just pull up my contact list, which is synced on my Google account, which is also backed up other places. Um, so I just I pull it up on my phone. It's like, oh, that is OK. Here's my username that I have there. And my password is my password or that that one word, you uh-huh. know. X Y Z capital three or, or capital Y three, and so I I, I carry it around in a text document. I could actually, matter of fact, in the old days, I used to use the same system, but it was a printed up piece of document that I would uh, print out, cut cut to size, and fold up and keep in my wallet. Nice. So well, yeah. it sounds like I've got a project to work on over Christmas break. There you go. I'm going to start using that system. It sounds like a great system to use. Exactly, and and, and it works, and, and and it's very secure. I mean, the the only here, here's here's what you'd have to do to break my system. The there's only one number one. You would have to you would have to have a service where I've provided you my password, and and you have the ability as the service provider to see my password. And there are, there are, I have no doubt there are services out there where I have a username and password with them where the person who owns the service has the ability to, to look into the database and see it un- unencrypted. Okay, so I know that that's out there. So they're going to see that it's, you know, whatever my little secret word is with the five or six different digits. Well, the thing is, is they can't take those five or six different digits and use that in any of my other places. That's impossible. So they'd have to, number one, know that that's my password, that that's my secret word. And they'd also, at the very same time, have to have access to my list that's in my contact list right? to be able to see how to use that, that key phrase or that key word with, in conjunction with what the unique ID is for everything else. So yeah. it's, 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 it, it's it, extremely secure. That's the beauty of it, is that even if one small piece of the large framework got cracked, the rest of it has no is still secure. So, yeah. and the best part is, let's just say I leave my I leave my iPhone at home, I leave my MacBook at home for whatever reason. I you know I had to rush out, and all of a sudden I'm at a client's house, and they need me to sign in to this service and download a product for them. And it's like, oh, what is? It? And I don't have my iPhone. I ran out the door. I don't have my MacBook, so I don't have access to one password. So I'm screwed, right? You know, if if I use one password, yeah. But because of how I, because everything I do exi- exists in the web, I sign into Google into my Gmail account. I go to contacts. I go down to it, it, my contact says passwords. I mean, that's the, that's the name of the contact, uh, passwords incorporated. And I go down to the note, and boom, right there's my password. I'm ready to go anywhere in the world. Yeah, 
And so the only thing that really could stop you is if somebody at, at Google was totally evil and, and knew how to log into your Google account. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, somebody if Google was a service provider that if Google was a service provider that did not encrypt my passwords, which, by the way, I, I would have to believe that when that that my password is probably shielded from Google being able to see it. Yeah, I, I trust Google en- enough to believe that. But let's just say if Google was and by the way, when it says my password, X, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't clearly say the same password I use on every service on the face of this planet, except for the fact that I'm announcing it to everybody in this podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but it's I, I feel pretty good about my system. Yeah. And so I call it Cliff's one password. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, so let's move right along. Wayne, I hope that answers your question. Back to, back to Hootsuite for the iPhone. Uh, version 1.01 came out yesterday. Yes. And it fixed the crash. The crash that we were experiencing were those people out there who like to geotag their, their Twitter updates. So if you actually have a, an application that will uh, take your GPS location and update your location based upon where you're tweeting from, then what happens is that was actually coming through the API in a different way than it used to when they were actually in development of the app. And once they released right. it, Twitter changed the way that those geotags came in and was causing the application to crash. Yeah, so, they, so in Hootsuite's defense, it really was not their fault that they decided to release when they did. And, and actually, they handled it fairly well. Oh yeah, they did. They a great so, blog post explaining everything, and you know what? It, it's one week later, and what do we? We've already got the update. And yeah. um, I'll tell you, I love, I love this application. It 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 has replaced Tweety for me. Uh, I have, a matter of fact, Tweety Tweety is now on page like three or four of my iPhone, uh, as far as the list of apps. And I, there's only been one time that I actually went. In and I closed. I I, saw, I I thought I was actually in Tweety or I'm sorry in Hootsuite. I was actually thinking and replying to some people, and I'm like, oh, I should say this. And then I actually closed Hootsuite, went a couple pages deep, opened up Tweety, and then t- uh, Twittered it out. And the reason why is because I wanted it to go to Ping.fm so Facebook and everything else got updated. So, so have you not been using the Ping FM features from Tweety One? Lately, no, I have. I I do. It, it, I still use the ping.fm features. That's the reason why I went to Tweety One just recently. But there, but there, I don't always. I don't have to have that functionality available to me at all times. There, there are many times when I'll just go in and I'll spend you know five, ten, fifteen minutes just doing at replies to people who have sent me messages. Gotcha. So if you're just using Twitter for Twitter's sake and not having it go out to Facebook and everything else. You are using the Hootsuite one right now because it's very, it's a very good app for it's, that. It, it is the it is the single best app I've ever seen uh, since Tweety, and it blows Tweety out of the water. Now, I with all fairness, I've never looked at Tweety too because it does not have Ping.fm. True. Now Hootsuite doesn't either, but we now have confirmation that it's coming in January, which, by the way, is just a couple weeks away, and I'm excited. Yeah. Hootsuite's amazing; it is well worth it. I don't know what the cost is today. I think it was I a- believe it's still. I'm going to go check while we're while we're saying this because I believe it was still 199, even 
it, just the other day. I will tell you, knowing what I know about it now, in, in here's I don't know why they're not doing this. You know, these in app purchases, you know, they have this functionality. Here, here's and I'm gonna tell you that, folks, this is what this is how I feel about Hootsuite, okay? Um, if Hootsuite was free in the application and I downloaded it. It's still $199 as of right now. Okay, that is go buy it right now because it is amazing. And it and it, the price is going to go up. I have no doubt about that. Um, it actually says until December 17th. So as of right now, sometime today it will go up. All right. Well, for those of you who haven't um who have not purchased it before, you know, this goes out into the uh feed. Um, then still go out and buy it. It's probably it'll gonna, still be worth it. I think it's four ninety nine. Going to be less than yeah. I think it'll be four ninety nine. Is is what I think it'll be. And if it's nine ninety nine, go get it anyway. Uh, it, it's worth it. So basically, what I what I don't understand is I would love to see these these applications give you the application for free, give you full functionality. I mean everything, full functionality for thirty days. And then basically at the end of 30 days, it just lops off some functionality. It still gives you the basics, but it says, you know, in-app purchase, you know, click here if you'd like to become a pro member. And then all of a sudden you, you pay whatever. And I'll be honest with you, the, the reason I say all of that is if that were the case, if, if, if Hootsuite for the iPhone was 10 bucks, I'd pay for it now that I've used it. Yeah. Well, if they, I mean, if they had all the features that the the web who suite had in it, it'd be de- for me. It would be worth ten dollars right now. Not yet. Yeah, not not yet. But but knowing, but in January, knowing that in January they are going to add ping.fm. And and by the right. way, I love that they're also going to add LinkedIn and Facebook. But you know what? That's just it, it's a little bit of duplication in my mind. But I I love that they're doing that. I mean. I, I can't imagine that I would want to send out a me- well I don't know I guess j- sending a message just to Facebook but that that's contrary to the way I use social media. So, um uh-oh we lost Eric but uh we'll get him back on. But um anyway in my mind Facebook just gets leftovers. I mean that they tw- uh Twitter gets everything F- Facebook and Le- LinkedIn gets some of some of the feed, some of the the fire hose. Right. So anyway, Eric, um, so yeah, Hootsuite, you're still loving it, aren't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Cool. I'm still using Tweety, too, though. Still very, very cool app there. What, what do you think? What is it? Uh, okay, what is it that Tweety, too, has uh, other than the fact that you've paid for it? What keeps you using it? Um, well, to be honest, I think primarily that I'm already used to it. Okay. I think part I've tried the Hootsuite one and it was I mean at first it wasn't crashing for me and then it was and now I know obviously it's not going to anymore but the functionality that I went there for it wasn't there yet and yeah. so I've kind of just kind of said well you know what it's there on my iPhone it's on the second page if I need to schedule a tweet I'll use it but and then I, and I'm on the go but right now Tweety 1 or Tweety 2 sorry is right on the front page so yeah. I'm leaving it there for now. I mean, I, I've I said to Tweety when I when I commented to them directly, I said when you when you add that extra functionality that I joined Hootsuite for to begin with, which I thought should have been in the iPhone app to begin with, um, I will probably drop Tweety too completely. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I probably will completely. So 
Till then, I guess I'm getting my money's worth out of tweeting too. I guess is what I feel. <laughs> that's like. what that's what I was thinking because you know, sure, Hootsuite hasn't added that extra functionality that you went for, but in my mind, and, and I again, uh, completely admitting, I've never used Tweety too, but it still has every bit of functionality that Tweety two has. Yeah. So it's it's definitely not lacking, and it has more. It has the stats. It has the you know the the short. It has the stats. It has the. Um, you know, the, the tweet later stuff and all that other stuff. So anyway, uh, so, so we're still loving this stuff. I hope you guys aren't bored by that conversation. Uh, but we have a question that I think leads us right into, uh, this and, uh, I don't have the name of the person. I just copied it. But anyway, I already answered them and told them that this would be going out. So it says here, I heard Cliff mention recently that he dropped ping.fm for in favor for of something else I can't remember. Uh, I've also heard Leo Laporte was using friend feed a lot. I'm having trouble sorting out the difference between these two. Ping.fm seems to be a tool to post on a lot of different social media sites at once. Friend, free, friend feed seems, well, I don't got, quite get it. Is it... Let's see. Is it a sender or a reader or both or what is one better than the other? Sorry if this has been covered before. And by the way, that's in the forum. So I'm going to find out who wrote that. Um, I'll let you take a stab at that one first, Eric. All right. Well, as far as they've said already, again, ping ping.fm is one where you can publish to not just these main sites that we talk the most about, but all the minor ones, the minor players, I guess you'd say. Uh, ping.fm can do that. You, you submit one thing. You can even submit submit uh, automatic updates. Like if you have a blog that's got an RSS feed, um, as soon as it gets posted to, it can send out a Twitter message. It can send out an update on Facebook and all these other systems and, and social networks. So primarily that's ping.fm in a nutshell, as far as friend feed goes, that's the one that was purchased, I believe, by Facebook a while ago. And it, to me, has always just seemed like a Facebook light. Uh, you post to it and it's it, – and actually it's a lot like Facebook light. In fact, Facebook came out with the Facebook light very soon after the friend feed purchase, I believe. So a lot of people thought that they would be connected somehow. Um, in fact, they probably are. That matter, Facebook has purchased FriendFeed. Yeah. So uh, FriendFeed is essentially Facebook Lite, but it's not Facebook itself. Well, I, um, I'd like to interject there for just a moment and just say that there's an entire community of people out there that are just screaming, ah! Uh, the, the thing is, is, is it is, uh, in, in all fairness to, to FriendFeed, it is I'm a... I'm short selling it. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. It, there, it is a very robust, robust system. In fact, there are a ton of people out there who love FriendFeed a billion times better than Facebook and Twitter put together. Now, the, the thing is, I have no interest in FriendFeed at all personally, but FriendFeed... What it allows you to do, it, it is an aggregation tool of all things social media to where you can bring it all in one place, even if your friends aren't sharing it. So, like, for example, I can, cre- Eric, I can actually create a friend feed feed for you, even if, you're not, even if you've never heard of friend feed before. But let's just say you have a blog with an RSS, you have a Twitter account with an RSS, you have a Facebook status update with an RSS. You have um, Audio Boo with RSS. You have every everything you have with RSS 
it can it can all be incorporated into friend feed and so just like when i'm following you know i log into twitter.com and i see all the things that you're posting on twitter well when i log if i was a friend feed user when i log on and i see the timeline number one it's real-time timeline so it, it it shows up things show up as they're released i mean it just comes in but when i'm actually seeing it and i see eric fisher show up in the list it's not just eric fisher and the tweets that he has it's not just eric fisher and the status updates on facebook if i happen to be on facebook but in friend feed i, I can see wow eric just posted this on twitter Oh, and Eric just posted this over on LinkedIn. And oh, Eric just posted this on his blog. And oh, Eric just left this on Flickr. Eric just did this on YouTube. And, and it's like, it, it's the one place I can go. And when I want to see what's going on with my friend Eric Fisher, it's 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 basically my friend's feed. It's his all-inclusive, everything he's ever done on the web feed for my friend Eric Fisher. Okay, so it's so it's a lot like a... Social network RSS aggregator. That that would be the best way that I would describe it. Like it's almost Google Reader for social networking. If matter of fact, that's exactly it. It is like Google Reader, only it has all the functionality of Facebook status updates, such as threaded comments. And it has all the functionality of of Twitter, such as it's real time. Uh, and sometimes, well, for the longest time, it was more real time than Twitter. You, like, for example, right now, if you go to your Twitter timeline, if you go to Twitter.com and are logged in and some you like sit there for 10 minutes, chances are it'll say, hey, there are seven more updates. Well, it, and of course, then you have to click it. Whereas on FriendFeed, it just they just pop up as they come in. I mean, it's just like right. boom, boom, boom. It's not like, hey, I'm checking every 30 seconds. It's 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 kind of more real time. So, so friend feed, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's an amazing service, but I don't ever hear, t- you know, when I'm sitting there watching, uh, you know, TV, you know, I, you know, law and order, I don't hear them talking about, oh yeah, I saw that on friend feed. You know, I was, I, right. when I'm watching, when I'm watching fringe, I don't hear them say, yeah, um, you know, we, we knew something was up when we saw, you know, 15 different responses happen from the area on friend feed. I mean, it, it's pop. Twitter is mainstream, and uh, but but FriendFeed has. Let me tell you, FriendFeed has every feature you'd ever want and a billion times more. It has a community around it. It it, it is an awesome service. It's dog ugly, and it's so it's got so much to offer that there's no way that I can sit there and try to explain it to my mom or my less technical friends. And so therefore, I. I think that that's why it doesn't catch on. So when when my mom says, hey, you know, what's Twitter? I can go to Twitter.com. I can explain to her Twitter in five minutes and she gets it. She might right. not get its value, but she gets its functionality. Now, you you go to friend, you, anybody out there, if you understand what friend feed is, you try teaching a non-technical person how to use friend feed and its functionality in five minutes and you'll find it's impossible and that's why i'm just not interested i want to help people use tools that they can interact with but they can also get 15 of their closest friends to also interact with because as awesome as these services are twitter would suck if i didn't know anybody right social networking is boring if you're not actually connecting with anyone (laughs) Yeah, yeah social networking isn't very social when you don't have anybody to be social with yes so um, going back to the question, though, I read it in here that uh, they said they mentioned that you had dropped 
Ping FM for a while, and I think I remember that you were using Hello Text, weren't you? Yeah, HelloTXT.com. I had left. Are you Ping. still using that? Or no, uh, I, I quit using HelloTXT because of Hootsuite. Gotcha. See, Hello because it had Ping FM. Exactly. Now, um, you know, I was always looking. You know, I wish Ping.fm just had an iPhone application. I wish HelloTXT had just an iPhone application. And now I could care less because in January, Hootsuite is going to incorporate you know ping.fm and ping.fm will win. The reason why I left ping.fm, which by the way, you're right, ping.fm is a service that allows you to send one message to their service and it broadcasts it out to all of them. That's, you know, that's what it does. Um, to be honest with you, FriendFeed probably has some of that feature functionality built in. I mean, FriendFeed's that one thing where they threw in every feature. I mean, it, 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 so I don't know that for certain. I don't use, I have a friend feed account, but I don't use it. Um, but, oh, and by the way, that's the other thing. Eric, let's just say that you post something on Facebook as a status update. Well, guess what? In friend feed, I can comment and comment on it and have a threaded discussion in Fred, friend feed on your Facebook or even on Twitter. So there could, you know, a Twitter update could have a threaded conversation uh, in, in friend feed on your Twitter, on your Twitter post. So why Twitter can't do this? I have no idea. But anyway, um, going back to it though, ping.fm, the reason why I left them is because ping.fm, the site was just slow to load most of the time. And um, hello talk txt was not, and so I went to them. But now, no, I'm not. I'm not using either of those services, except that now that um, ping ping.fm is going to be available. Um, as soon as it's available on the iPhone app for um, Hootsuite, I am going to go into ping.fm and I'm going to tell it to never post to Twitter. Tell it to never post to Facebook. Tell it to never post to LinkedIn because Hootsuite's going to do that on the web for me. Hootsuite's going to do that on the iPhone for me. And ping.fm will then be used to uh, update all the other stuff like MySpace and right. and Flickr and Skype and all those other ID, all those other status updates. Yeah, I'll be doing that same setup. Yeah. Uh, is it uh, is it John? I can't remember. It's Jay Panhorse. He's in here, uh, or it's, it might be Josh. Anyway, he says, um, Cliff, I use an app called Quick Ping for Ping.fm, and seems to work okay. Yeah, um, Quick Quick Ping was something that I did look at, um, and uh, that is an option as well. So thank you for that. And anything that's faster than loading Ping.fm on your mobile web browser or even on your regular web browser is just slow. So, uh, and by the way, that question comes from our forum over at uh, gspn.tv slash forum under social media serenity. And so, and that was from Dave Dufour. So Dave, there's your answer. All righty. So what's next on the list? Let's see. Well, I don't, I've not seen this come through for me just yet, but Facebook seems to be testing a reply by email feature. Yay! Which I know will be very exciting for you because it makes your inbox zero even more complete. It does. And essentially what this does, if you don't understand it yet, is if you've got it set to where somebody sends you basically a Facebook message email, which we'll just call it Facebook email, if you've got it set up to that then those messages get sent to an email, you then can hit reply in your, for example, Gmail inbox where that message got sent 
type your response to that message, and then it actually sends it out to Facebook and replies to that person's message. That is awesome. This I, should be in place already, but yeah. at, at least they're rolling it out. Yeah, that that is cool. The, the, it, when they incorporate that, that's going to be amazing. The Then Facebook messaging will only need one other thing, and that is the ability to archive messages. True. It, because I am so sick of having to delete my messages and never being able to get them back unless that person responds again and then... Um, and then um, I have the ability, it says, click here to undelete prior conversations. That that that, right. that shows up if somebody re- does reply again in the future. But well, can, and the great thing is, is that if you're using Gmail and you respond via Gmail <gasps> and it actually will let you respond, you can archive those in Gmail now. Yeah, that's right. So that's so, what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I, w- I, wanted to automat- I wanted to have the f- a functionality to automatically go in and and delete those messages or I'll I'll just log in once a week and delete all the messages. So that, no, that is awesome. I love, I love that that feature is coming now. Okay. So I do have one other feature that, um, Oh, by the way, uh, Vicky says, uh, I'd like to mark favorites in Facebook, uh, favorite posts, not links. Okay. Um, one of the things that would also be cool is if all of a sudden somebody leaves a comment on your wall, and and you, that gets emailed to you. If you could reply via email to that as well, that would be great. So that you could actually put a comment to somebody else's comment on your wall via email. But anyway, that's not what I was thinking about. Let me tell you another thing that, and I I may have mentioned this before about my dis. You know, everybody knows I despise Facebook email, uh, but there's this email going around my family and my family's not small, by the way, it's like they're, they're probably for this little Christmas party they're organizing. Uh, it, we, I should have started this off with, you know, where we talked about how's Christmas, uh, ch- you know, social media changing your Christmas connections with your family. Uh-huh. It, it's not doing too good with Facebook. Cause there's like the, we used to have this Christmas Eve get, gathering every single year. And last year they decided not to do it for the first time in like, well, my lifetime. And, uh, so I guess some people were upset by that, that, that we didn't get together as an entire family. And when I say family, I'm talking about all of my, my mom has, uh, 12 brothers and sisters and all of them have like anywhere between two to you know eight or nine kids and all of those people are like my age stephanie and i have three kids some of those kids some of my cousins have like you know five six kids all the way down to you know so there are like out of all the people that are in this conversation there are like 75 people wow in this message and it's one of those things where they did a facebook message and they, and they included everybody in the family. Oh, no. And so everybody who responds, go. It, it's, like blind, it's like carbon copying, and you mm-hmm. hit reply to all. It's reply all. There is no option to just reply to the sender. And there is no option for me to remove myself from that conversation. And can I say, it angers me to be included yeah. on those. Yeah, and it's not anything against the family people. It's against the system that exactly. you can't get out of. Yeah, I'm not upset with my family. It's just, I it, I mean, I'm looking, My I woke up this morning, and I was blown away. I saw 70, 73 messages, 73 messages. 23 of them were Facebook notifications that I had an email. Yeah. And they were all one-line conversations back and forth discussion about this Christmas party 
which I'm not going to. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Anyway. Yeah, it almost well, and and I think in an attempt to stay sane, I think that what should be done if if something like that's going to happen again is you almost want to say, hey. Here's the first post and have it be a wall post on one specific person and then have threaded conversation on that person's wall from that point down. Exactly. Now, so it's not in the messages. April's in our chat room. She says they have that now. I've done that. So actually, I, I've not heard about this. So I'm actually clicking here now and I am looking. Um, they Let's see. Family Christmas party, December 24th. Um, and between, and then the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, here are all the things. And I, at the bottom, well, at the top, there's back to messages. There's Mark is unread. There's reports spent. Oh, she says, I meant the wall post reply from, okay. Reply from email. They have it now. Oh, okay. 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 But anyway, so yeah. So basically I'm going in here right now and I'm just deleting this, this Facebook message. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, my email will fill it. I'll probably have between now and December 24th, which is, you know, a whole, se- I, I'll probably get about 80 to anywhere between 80 to 200 emails in my inbox with 70 people having a conversation about this stupid Christmas party. <laughs> I'm not bitter or anything. You don't hate the party, though. You I just don't hate, hate the party. I'm not upset that they're getting together. And, and, you know, it's not that I don't love my family. And it's not that I wouldn't like to get together. It's, it's just that they started planning it two weeks ago. And I've already, you know, our family has already made plans with my mom and dad for Christmas Eve. That's when we're, you know, we, we've already got other arrangements. So, uh, oh, yeah. Thank you, April. That's exactly what I'll do. It's, see, that's why I love my community. Turn the uh, notification off for a while. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm going to do. It's even simpler than that. Uh, cause I'm just, let me see if I can find one here, I, which won't be hard. I'm going to click on all mail. I can go to Facebook and the subject line should have something to do with it. So, oh, you're right. Uh, well, let's see here at, here it is. Uh, here's Jerry white replied to a thread on Facebook. Uh, that's too general. That would, that would keep me from getting some other things, but inside it, it looks like I could actually do a filter for within the email re colon space family christmas party yep so i should be able to do a filter for that and keep it all you guys rock april thank you we're learning yes see this is why i love having the live show sometimes so anyway i am going to create that filter and my anger has now dissipated and gone away (laughs) i am now going to be more socially media serene nice (laughs) i'm serious i don't know why i didn't think about that so that is that is awesome major breakthrough right there anyway so did you hear about msn microsoft ripping off plurk i did i thought what's going on there this is amazing now uh we're not going to be able to do a whole lot of discussion about this on 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 the thing here but uh i will just say that there'll be a link to this this article um well actually it's it's a link to a blog on plurk this is amazing. If you look at it, um, for anybody who's ever used Plurk before, you know what it looks like. It's, it's very unique. Um, in my opinion, it's, it, I don't like the, the timeline going in a, in a, in a horizontal fashion. I, I'm really not a fan of it. Um, there, there, but it, it, it is, there are people who love it, and I understand that. And it's, and, and it's a great service for so many people. 
But what's amazing is that there's this thing called Mike. It's uh, club.msn.cn. So it's it's basically Club MSN for China, and it is a direct, one hundred percent, completely, totally duplicated ripoff of Plurk. It really is. It looks exactly like it. the The UI is exactly the same. The coloring is exactly the same. And it goes all the way down, and and they even have side by side comparison of the code behind it is exactly the same. Now, who was it that bought Plurk? I don't know. Did somebody buy Plurk? Some somebody bought Plurk when it back in. Oh gosh, I'm gonna look it up. All right, it's gonna bug me if I don't. <laughs> but anyway, it, I just found that this was unique. That Microsoft. And now here's the deal. The, the, reading this article, I, I'm sure corporate, you know, Microsoft, they had no clue this was going on. Uh, this, if anything, this is just shows, you know, complete lack of uh, communication and oversight of what's going on with this little division down in China. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, I, I bet you Bill Gates. Well, is Bill Gates. Bill Gates doesn't have anything to do with uh, Microsoft anymore, does he? No, he's, he's it, it's all Balmer. Okay, well, I, I guarantee you that the big guys up at up in where are they at Redmond? Yes, yeah, those guys aren't too happy right now because that's um, it, it, it's not cool. I mean, it, it is a blatant. I mean, it's blatant plagiarism, and I don't know if you if it's plagiarism when you do it, but it, it it's stealing uh, their their work and not cool. Just want, just saying. It doesn't. This doesn't. By the way, this doesn't ref- change my any opinion that I have of Microsoft. I don't think Microsoft, quote unquote, the corporation, intentionally is trying to infringe upon their design and stuff like that. Like I said, I think this is some stupid, moronic people who had no clue of any ethics when it comes to this stuff, and they just they just had a project and went with it and launched it and went live. And I think oh, this- actually, it was stolen. Yeah. No- Check. No, like literally. Here's a here's an article from MacWorld, and it says Microsoft was apologetic in its note. Oh, when we hire when we hire an outside company to do development work, our practice is in, to include strong language in our contract that clearly states that the company must provide work that does not infringe the intellectual property rights of others. Right, and it it says that it. Let's see, where is it at? Yeah, the vendor says it's working with Microsoft China and it and acknowledged that a portion of the code that it provided was indeed copied. So so, so it's it's this outside group that worked with Microsoft to do this in China. Yeah, but 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 Microsoft but Microsoft, but Microsoft didn't know that this was right. going on. They didn't they didn't yeah. put their stamp on this one. Microsoft is admitting that somebody else they worked with did do it and they didn't know. Yeah, yeah. That, so. Yeah, so th- this does not affect how I feel about Microsoft. That, not right. at all. I mean, Microsoft's a big company. They hire big people and they hired somebody who unfortunately made a very bad ethical decision. And those that vendor, I, I guarantee, that vendor's going under. That vendor, yeah, they won't. That, whoever, does, whoever was hired by Microsoft uh, to do that, um, not only will Microsoft never do business with them, but but they will be out of business. They, they, yeah, yeah. they have to be out of business. They're never going to work in this town again. <laughs> exactly. And by this time, <laughs> we're talking about the world. Right. Anyway. So, 
I just thought that was interesting, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, if I was going to copy a social network, it just wouldn't have been Plurk. It wouldn't have been Plurk. But again, that's maybe a smart move. Make a copy of a poor social network and then make it better. And and by the way, you know, we've, we've already we've already offended all the friend view people. At this. Right. But, but we, I understand there are those of you who are listening to this. It's like, I cannot believe it. I love Plurk. And, and I understand that. And, and, and it's just not for me. You know, I'm. I don't know if I'm a right brain, left brain kind of person, but my my brain doesn't function well with left to right timeline. It just yeah. it, it reminds well, me of the old days of talk shoe when they had those chat rooms that went oh, left to right, and I'm like, ah, no. Although head. with that, I could kind of see who was commenting at the same time. Yeah. So I kind of follow it, but yeah. Yeah, no, it made logical sense why some people would like it, and and it, it was helpful in a way, but it's just personal preference. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and, and I would say as people are catching up listening to this show and if we've not ticked you off completely, leave us feedback on what your opinion of FriendFeed and, and Plurk and other sites that we've accidentally hated on. Yeah, because I will tell you, I, I mean, we, we've made it known from the start that when you listen to us, you're going to hear a lot of stuff about you're going to hear a lot of stuff about Facebook, Twitter and uh, and LinkedIn and and maybe a couple other services here and there. So we are willing to talk about anything and hear your opinions as well. So um, the good news is that this is going out only to our plus members. Right. So, so uh, unless I see like 45 people drop off and say, I've just, I'm canceling because I, so I don't think that's going to happen. Well, and that's even more of a reason why I'd like to hear from the GSPN community and plus members why they're yeah. using those services. What's yeah. the benefit there? Yeah, that's what we want to know. I want to know. Like I, I interest you, I'm, I'm sincerely interested in, in those Matter hearing their opinion. Matter of fact, I'm still waiting for anybody who loves Plurk to tell me the day, to tell me the day that I can get an email notification every time somebody puts a comment on one of my Plurk status updates with a link so that I can just click on it, look at my status, look at my page, and then I will be able to to see the comment in the thread. And then I'll be able to comment back. And then if anybody uh, comments again, that I'll get another email notification linking me back so that I can do that. I desperately would, would love that. And, and I, would, I would actually ha- think much more highly of Plurk. But at, at, my, at, at the last time that I looked into Plurk, there was no functionality for me to be notified in that way. So I, I, must, I, I would have to assume by now that if Plurk is still here and they're innovating at all that they've got to have added that by now yeah and and i I think that's a a good note to maybe end on is most of these social networks the good ones don't make it so that they are in an end system a, a closed wall system right absolutely well everybody we thank you for tuning in to this episode of social media serenity lots of opinions here we want to hear yours uh, and we're not going to, I'm not, okay, please forgive me for threatening you last week with not doing a show this week <laughs> if you don't call. But hey, are you a couple weeks behind? Don't worry about it. Seriously. I have all the time on several other shows. We It's like, um, I'm getting family from the heart. I'm going to have uh, Fred call in for one of the social media serenity things. He's, or uh, family from the heart. He says, hey Cliff, I'm, you know, I'm listening to the episode you did three and a half months ago where you were talking about this and we're playing it today. Because he's that far behind on some of the shows. And so it's a good thing. 
So it's not a big deal at all. Uh, did we have we had Wayne Henderson, right? We played yes. Wayne. Wayne, thank you for your call. Uh, you can anybody who wants to, you can call us at eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Again, that's eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Or if you have an iPhone, you can use your voice memo app and just uh, record it there and then send it over to feedback at gspn.tv. And uh, that was a little skip in my music there. Eric, fun show. And I just realized there's two minutes left in this music. And uh, guess what? It's the wrong music anyway. That's not a problem. All right. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas. Are we back next week? I didn't talk to you about that. We'll see. All right. We'll talk about it. There may be a show next week, and uh, we'll talk then. God bless. Bye-bye.